0: Huh, joke's on me. Hi, guys. Uh, glad everybody could make it. I uh, started my show and ran my mouth for 15 minutes and didn't realize that I hadn't hit the start button on the show. Ha, 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 How intelligent of me. Welcome aboard. Let me start over from where I began. It's Friday night, free-for-all Friday normally. Uh, but uh, today we are going to uh, kind of set that aside and go ahead and get into the... Uh, uh, get into the politics and the social issues because it is unavoidable um uh, the uh, the conversation that i was having when i realized that like an idiot i hadn't started my live stream uh was uh related to some information that i i actually gave out earlier today uh with this uh, dealing with the conversations uh that are going on with the uh with the uh coronavirus situation and so on and so forth and so uh getting back to that um the the question of the money all right be very very careful how you're dealing with this uh you're hearing already a lot of rhetoric about this you know 1.5 trillion dollar bailout for wall street the half billion bailout for big businesses those aren't bailouts okay the uh, the two trillion dollars that the Federal Reserve has released or injected into the economy, or however you want to phrase it, uh, it's not really a bailout. Okay, this is this. They are. It's what they. It's a mongrelized form of what they call quantitative easing. And quantitative easing is what. Uh, it's a mechanism. that Basically, central banks will agree to buy bonds and securities in order to prop up a market that's in freefall. Okay, uh, when when your uh, economic markets like you like you know, the Dow Jones Industrial Average, Wall Street, uh, when they start falling, which they have been falling like a rock for the last 10 days or so, uh, the central bank will step in and say, hey, look, we're going to buy up a bunch of bonds to t- just to keep some money in here and and keep the losses from getting too big and so that it doesn't snowball and turn into a complete crash. And that's quantitative easing, okay? There's no new money being spent there. This is the Federal Reserve the Federal Reserve, using some of the reserve cash that they have, to put it back into the economy, so that the stock market and all the big money stuff that goes on—that most of us really don't have much clue about, and really don't have much understanding of, and really don't have much connection to—continues uh, to operate and and go forward. Okay, so that is what happened, um, and and so you you have to be careful with that, especially if you do any talk at all about uh you know modern monetary theory because that is not at all what we're talking about when we're talking about uh the applications of mmt and how money is made and created and spent and all that other stuff right uh, this is the reserve bank the reserve central bank dipping into its reserves to prop up uh you know the the instruments uh that comprise the higher level economy uh and and the higher level economy being again stock markets and bond markets and so forth okay It's not a bailout. It's a set of loans, right? There's a trillion and a half dollars that's being used to buy bonds, uh, and then there's another half trillion that's being used for low-interest loans to large businesses, okay? Now, uh, you can, in a soft conversation, in a casual conversation, you can point to this and uh, you... uh, you can't really say it's socialism for the rich because it's not money being created and spent, okay? It's just a loan. Uh, so you can't say, oh, they're giving away our taxpayer dollars to Walmart. It's not what's happening, okay? Um, you can rhetorically, in a soft way, uh, you know, certainly you could point to this as a set of really up priorities in this country right because all they're worried about is the big money they're not doing anything at all to help anybody on wall street on main street and none of this stuff that that i'm talking about these bailouts this uh, this uh, you know injection into uh the the stock market and the small business loans they're not gonna do a whole lot to help you and me at all okay and we're going to talk about that bullshit Trump thing uh, that went on this afternoon in greater detail uh, later in the show. But first, I want to get through this stuff. Otherwise, I'm going to go off on a rant and forget it. Um, so you want to be careful with your language is what I'm getting at. Because if you, if you start having this conversation and somebody who's involved has got a little bit of background in economics, they're going to start tugging on that string you left hanging. And pretty soon your whole sweater is going to unravel. And the reality is, is the sweater is good. It's just that one string right um so so be really careful about pointing to that as an example of socialism for the rich be really careful about pointing to this uh this two trillion dollars as an example of how we can just create money whenever we want it because that money wasn't created it was pulled from reserves and that is an important difference okay um I, i would recommend just not even going there all right but right you can say all day long oh we can bail out wall street or we you know and I do it too, you see we're used to using that language and our brains go there immediately. And so you have to be a little little or a lot careful uh, with with how you're approaching that, okay? Uh, and and the language that you use because if you screw up the language then you're gonna get one of those actually people well actually blah 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 blah, blah. so I'm giving that to you preemptively now so you don't step on a trip over it uh, and make a mistake uh, in real time where you have the potential to lose uh, an audience that needs to hear and understand these things very clearly okay um, now in contrast to uh that uh that billion and a half plus half billion uh that the federal reserve injected into the economy uh last week i I can't even remember now if it was late last week or earlier this week but congress appropriated 8.3 billion dollars to be distributed to state governments to help combat the coronavirus that is an example of the things that we're talking about when we discuss modern monetary theory because literally they created that money out of thin air. It's created by congressional appropriation. That's how every dollar starts. Every single dollar in the economy starts as a congressional appropriation when you start getting into the deeper parts of economics then there's, you know, bank loans also create dollars when they make loans and so on and so forth. That's when you start getting to those level, com- levels of complexity, either you're dealing with somebody who's an economist, or you're dealing with somebody who stacked up a bunch of bullet points so they can argue against MMT. Either way, you're probably wasting your time getting too deep in the weeds with it. Uh, you know, you want to just send them to you know Stephanie Kelton's website or Ellis Winningham's stuff on on Facebook, or uh, you know, big Bill Mitchell or or one of the MMT pros uh, who can take that stuff apart in detail. Okay, but what we did see was Congress. Appropriated eight point three billion dollars this week. They created that eight point three billion dollars, and they spent it by sending it out to the state governments uh, to be used for preparations uh, and and uh, you know defense and dealing with the coronavirus in whatever way they see fit at the at the state and local level. Okay, that is an example of modern monetary theory. The important thing there is Congress appropriated, right? The Federal Reserve injected, well, they already had that money sitting there. That's not new money. The $8.3 billion that Congress appropriated is new money, okay? And that is more technically accurately speaking more of a socialist move all right uh the way sanders put it when we say it's time to provide health care for all our people we're told we can't afford it but if the stock market is in trouble no problem the government can just hand out 1.5 trillion to calm bakers on wall street that is an accurate statement that is accurately phrased okay um a little bit on the soft side, because somebody could argue, well, it's not a handout, it's a loan. It's a low-interest or no-interest loan. And it's a bunch of bond purchases, and ultimately, it really is a handout. And the purpose of it is exactly that, to calm down bankers on Wall Street who are afraid, oh, my God, I'm going to lose all my money. Sell, 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 sell. Because when those idiots do that, those numbers go down, and the rest of us who watch Wall Street as though it has some meaningful impact on our lives go, oh, my God, everything's crashing. And then we go buy all the toilet paper um and and so uh that is uh that is the the freezing that I wanted to get to it has been uh, an absolutely incredible day uh and it's been a mind blowing couple of weeks and month uh here and uh as you can probably tell i am beat to shit uh, I am really, really tired and I have been burning a lot of energy and it's starting to catch up with me. And I'm definitely looking forward to this weekend um, when I only have to work a little bit and don't have the pressure of a live show. So, but anyway, enough about me for now. Um, so moving on, we've, we've got the, the kind of technical thing. Here's your little helper guide for people who argue on the Internet. We've got that dealt with now. I want to talk about this orange asshole in the White House and his ridiculous, outrageous clown show uh, that went on in uh, in uh, on television today, right? This was the most embarrassing display of egomania and ineptitude I think I have ever seen in my life. And I'm a musician and I know lawyers. So I have seen egomania in ineptitude writ large plenty of times, okay? Um, this was supposed to be a press conference talking about how we're going to deal with the coronavirus crisis and how we're going to deal and what are people going to do. And a lot of people are very worried and rightly so, because there's a lot of disruption going on and a lot of uh you know a lot of uh you know panic and and uh, very difficult stuff but what we watched today what happened today uh with Mr Trump and his little cadre of ass kissers was not a press conference about a pandemic it was a campaign ad for Donald Trump and the whole conversation was about we are so great and we did this and we did that and most of it was lies that have already been completely discounted by by you know press coverage and, and media coverage weeks ago already right we know that trump was told and briefed about this situation three months ago and chose not to do anything about it we know that the cdc has been told to classify all of their meetings and discussions about how to handle the public interface uh on uh, this uh you know the situation. We know that he has tried to control the flow of information and stop people from panicking in order to protect the stock market. We know that his focus has been entirely on big money and his big donors and his own bank account. How can I make a buck on this? And on and on. But what we saw today was just, I mean... I know supposedly the guy doesn't drink, uh, and and I'm not going to speculate as to what other sorts of mind-altering substances he may or may not partake of, but what we saw today was an incompetent boob making an ass out of himself and uh, getting a bunch of toadies to kiss his butt in front of microphones to try to counteract media narratives that have been focusing on his ineptitude and incompetence and it was embarrassing to watch. It was it was just horrible. It's, it's probably the most I've seen of Donald Trump at one time because I forced myself to sit and watch just about the whole thing. And it was just terrible on every level. It was just terrible. He you know, first of all, Right. He's talking about, well, you know, don't rush out to get tests, especially if you don't have symptoms, because that just wastes the tests and blah, 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 blah. And then five minutes later, he's like, oh, yeah, I don't have any symptoms, but I'm probably going to get tested real soon. Like you just told us not to. Right. Fucking guys got pictures. And people can I love this. Like three or four different reporters kept trying to ask, look, there's a picture of you standing next to a guy who has been confirmed with coronavirus. And all you can say is, well, I take lots of pictures. I take lots of pictures. I don't know that guy like that doesn't have anything that do with it you idiot jesus you were in contamination range of somebody known to have this virus what are you doing about it and he couldn't even focus on that reality because all all that thinks about is his ego that's all he thinks about everything is public relations to that moron and frankly i hope he gets it because it would be nothing but the most beautiful and perfect kind of karma if his dumbass died of the coronavirus because he was too busy trying to prove how much he's in control to bother taking proper precautions. I would frankly laugh my ass off, and I'm not a guy who, who wishes those kinds of things on people, but it's way past time for that dickhead to get out of here. Uh, and I think it would be hilarious if he got knocked out by this because he was a dumbass. And because people literally stood up on television and tried to ask him about being a dumbass and he's such a dumbass that he couldn't even be bothered to hear what they were saying because he was too busy trying to protect his image. idiot. Jesus getting hostile with the reporters and blame everybody else. Oh, it's the Obama. Oh, well, you know, we had a very broken system, right? And that's, you could tell, you could tell. Just by the way, those people were talking, even though that first woman that talked the Dr. Whatever her name was, you could tell the whole preparation for that press conference all right, everybody, what we're going to do is we're going to go out there and tell everybody how hard we've been working and all the great things we've done and how screwed up and broken the old systems were and how we fixed it. What a load of shit. The first, and and I'm sure you've heard this before, right? The first thing that happened was Trump came in and dismantled the pandemic response team at the White House. That was put in place because of the, the swine flu thing that went down a few years ago. And he tore all that apart. He's been ordering the CDC and other government agencies to keep information to themselves not share them with the medical community because he's trying to protect his image. I gotta protect my image. I gotta... We got everything under control. Everything's under control. We're strong. We're smart. We're just the smartest people. We got it. Oh, God, it's sickening. It is so disgusting to watch this. I mean, I was so mad. Every time, every time he opened his mouth, every single sentence could be used to write a a headline-level, front-page story about what an incompetent, self-absorbed, money-oriented, ego-driven, empathetically sociopathic twat this guy is. He's an insult to the concept of freedom. He is a slap in the face to the electoral process, and I really hope everybody who voted for him has taken a good, hard look at themselves in the mirror tonight, because you people are idiots, and you (laughs) f***ed us hard. And when grandma dies of the coronavirus, it's on you. Got it? This gump. Sit there. Yeah. You watch how this guy thinks and talks and acts. And he thinks he's the exception to every rule. We talked a little bit about that last night when I was going on about these, you know, cooler than you cynics who just, oh, I'm so smart. I don't trust anything you ever notice. This always happens during the election year. And I'm sorry, there is no polite way to deal with it anymore. And folks, this is a global pandemic. The human race has not faced a situation like this in a hundred years. Okay. This is serious shit. And I keep trying to get that through to people. And everybody is so damn busy trying to be cool and trying to be cynical and trying to know better. Nobody wants to listen. I came out here, it's been three weeks ago probably, one of the first couple of shows that I did when things really started you know, popping up with this. I was already part of a, you know, a Facebook group with, uh, you know, some medical professionals and, and stuff talking about this stuff, trading information, trying to keep track of what was going on. And I ran some numbers, right, and and looked at what was happening in China, looked at, it, at the, you know, the fatality rates we were seeing coming out of China, the infection rates, et cetera, et cetera. And I came out and said, look, you know, I'm not trying to scare the hell out of anybody, but with the numbers that I'm looking at, we're talking, you know, somewhere between a million and a half and three million people dead of this thing if we're not careful. And everybody, oh, well, you're just fear-mongering, and oh, isn't it convenient that this happens during an election year, blah, 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 and I'm so smart. Now, today, the New York Times runs a story with direct information from the CDC that their modeling shows the mid-range projection of fatalities from this disease is between 200,000 and a million and a half, which is exactly where I put the number. I love you guys, and I don't want to keep sitting here coming off like an egomaniac, but God damn it, get it through your heads, I know what I'm talking about. I don't just make shit up. I know that's what you're used to seeing. I know that's what you're used to dealing with when you watch YouTube shows like this with some long-haired hippie asshole who hasn't shaved in two weeks on a $50 webcam and a prominently displayed little web broadcaster microphone. I understand that's what you're used to seeing. That ain't me. I am out here trying to do the right thing and I am out here trying to give you good solid information to work with. And that's that's you know true regardless of whether we're talking about the coronavirus or Trump or Bernie Sanders or anything else, okay? No, I'm not always right, but I'm right a hell of a lot of the time. I see shit coming. And I tell people it's coming and I say, "Hey, you better look out, this is coming." And 90% of the people stand there and go, oh, there's nothing coming, until it hits them right in the face. And that is what's happening now. Okay? That is what's happening now. And we literally, you know, we just, God damn it, this press conference pissed me off. Not a word about relief for displaced workers. Not a word about relief from unpayable bills during the whole crisis. Not a word about shortages, supply chain problems for consumer goods. Nothing at all about how the parents in what is like 15 states now have completely canceled public school. How are they going to take care of their kids and still go to work? Never mind the people whose jobs are no longer there, right? I've got a, a really awesome friend, girl I've known for a long time. She was one of my theater kids back in North Carolina. And she's, you know, late 20s, early 30s now, but uh, she ended up uh, being a rigger for for concert tours, right? She's one of the people that puts the big stages together and hangs up there from the ceiling. And Live Nation and AEG just canceled every major tour for the summer. She's f***ed. And she's an independent contractor. She doesn't have an employment. Right? Nothing at all about what's going to happen with her. Nothing about under, you know, and I love it. Really kind of loved it because Sanders came out and was already talking yesterday about we need to un- expand unemployment to cover gig workers and independent contractors and, and all this stuff. And, and he said nothing about any of that. No regard whatsoever for the the men and women on the ground, the people who are the blood of this country and how they are going to maintain their lives, having had their income cut completely out from underneath them through no fault of their own. And so what we got is, you know, Mike Pence and all these other the Target-asshole, Walmart-asshole, Walgreen asshole CBS. Well, we're doing a great job. And thanks to the hard work of Mr. Trump, and thanks to for the beautiful wisdom and foresight of President Trump. And isn't capitalism wonderful? And we're doing a wonderful job. Yes, capitalism is so wonderful. Our markets are strong, and our money is safe. And the sick thing about it is it worked. The stock market bounced back like 2,000 points today, Right? So the big rich pricks got their money and the rest of us get to sit out here wondering if we're going to live or die. And if we do manage to live through this shit, how we're going to eat. And that's what passes for a president, right? Aren't you glad you triggered the libtards, assholes? And another thing, right? I was talking about this earlier with the, the, the civil rights thing is important and i mentioned it uh, earlier and, and i was in the middle of it when i realized that i wasn't streaming uh and i and i do want to say this out loud right um new york uh, michigan's governor today uh set out a, a you know an executive order an emergency proclamation banning uh large gatherings over 200 people uh, new york state has done the same thing with gatherings over 500 people um it's a good idea from a functional standpoint it's a necessary thing we got to reduce the number of crowds out there so that we can slow the transmission of this thing but it's also unconstitutional as hell okay maybe i already went over this like i said it's been a really confusing day but um keep an eye on that type of stuff because authoritarians use fear and panic and crisis as ways to be authoritarian and they use it to get away with things and set precedents that now, when all this is said and done, they can point backwards and go, Well, we did it here. Why isn't it wrong? Blah, blah, blah. Now we can right? Now, I posted today, uh, whatever, let's see. I mean, let me take a, a look and see if I can see the timestamp on this. Now I can't. Uh, roughly 1230 this afternoon. Um, I saw the article about Gretchen Whitmer banning the gathering more than two hundred fifty people, and I made a post on my page. Right, this is the kind of stuff you need to keep a close eye on during the outbreak because it's going to be over, and when it's over, we got to be careful. So don't let your guard down. Times of crisis are historically the most fertile ground for authoritarian abuses of power. That was around noon today, and let's see. I'm going to scroll up and find it. Six o'clock this afternoon. Five o'clock, it took them five hours. Police zone declared to prevent St. Patrick's Day student parties in Kalamazoo. Right? Now, this is actually an ongoing thing here in Kalamazoo, Western Michigan University. The, the spring party season always opens right about this time and it does tend to get a little crazy. And this isn't the first time that they've done this sort of uh, you know, increased police presence and so on and so forth. But now they're blaming it on the coronavirus. And now it's a much heavier presence. And now it's a much more serious crackdown. There will be no parties. We're not just going to be checking people walking around with cups to make sure they're legal. There will be no parties. We said so. We're the cops. We're here and we're armored. Right? That's exactly the kind of stuff I was talking about. It took five hours from the time that they made the declaration to the time they started pulling shit like that. Okay? Keep an eye on that stuff. Watch for that. The encroachment of authoritarian abuses of power using this crisis as an excuse. That is your big red flag. Okay. And if you want to talk about distractions, you want to be cynical and cooler than you, and oh, I know what's going on and I know the real deal, that's what you want to watch. Okay. Real shit. So, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, this. This press conference thing today was a sick joke, um, and and it was just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, uh, one of my viewers, Jeff, just typed F- the stock market and I accidentally deleted it because it got filtered by YouTube. Sorry about that, Jeff. Uh, but you're right, F- the stock market. I mean, there's <sighs> I want to be a little bit careful because there's a lot of grandmas and grandpas and older folks out there, even people my age that have some monies in four hundred one k money in four hundred one ks or whatever, and they're going to take a hit from this. Um, but honestly, that's, you know, you were always going to be the one to take the hit. We are always going to be the ones that take the hit, right? Because Michael Bloomberg can afford to lose a third of his stock portfolio. Your mom can't. Yeah, no, it was exactly what it was. It was an absolute circle jerk. It was, it was, you know, uh, Donald Trump called a bunch of rich people together to stand around behind him and tell the world how awesome he is. And that's what today's press conference was about. There was nothing at all in there about relieving any kind of pressure. There was no kind of you know, well, it's you know the Donald Trump brand of reassurance. Everything is pure. Everything is fine. We got everything under control. Everything's. We got the best people working on this. We got the best, best. We're so awesome. And I've been blah blah blah. And I this. And I'm so awesome. And I'm so great. And everything's. You you orange son of a bitch. Jesus, I hate that guy. We literally watched the executive branch of the United States of America implode on live television this afternoon, and most of us didn't notice. I mean, that was a scene straight out of The Hunger Games, man. I was waiting for that Caesar dude to come out with his hair and his big smile and tell us how awesome everything was. Such a joke. And again, you know, I mean, this this all... It continues to go back to the same stuff. And and when, when something like this happens and you see something that is as egregious as what we saw from the White House today, all of a sudden these things that I've been talking about start to get real clear because it's so obvious what they're doing uh in terms of in terms of uh how they are how they are manipulating and how they are trying to propagandize this and how they are trying to control the narrative and how deeply invested they are and how that is their priority right nobody in the white house gives a rat's ass about the fact that now you know my brother's family has three full-time kids plus three foster kids who are out of school for the next month and school provides you know half of their meals they eat lunches at school they like now they eat breakfast i think at school uh which is apparently a pretty normal thing these days i don't know i haven't had a child in school myself in about 20 years but uh well yeah 15 but anyway um nothing at all right nothing at all about the single mother who now has to find child care at 300 dollars a day so that she can go to her minimum wage job or get fired from her minimum wage job how are you going to help her what are you going to do about the lift drivers who don't dare expose themselves anymore What are you going to do about the pizza delivery guys who aren't going to be making any tips? What are you going to do about the restaurant workers? What are you going to do about the bartenders? What are you going to do about all the musicians who aren't going to be right? I mean, the music business has been collapsing on itself for 20 years anyway. Now, all of a sudden, all these touring bands and stuff, that's where their money comes from, and they can't go out. How do you set up a merch table in an empty arena? Where is that coming from? And by the way, where is the money coming from that they were spending to buy the merchandise that they later sell, right? A t-shirt printing company, a CD producing company, uh, you know, the the people that, that make the stickers and the posters and all that stuff right layers and layers and layers in this big tree and that was like I said that was one of the things that I loved about this stuff that Sanders was talking about was that he showed a very good awareness of that and he showed a very solid grip of that and he even threw out some solid numbers of proposals about okay well this is what we're gonna do and this is what you know we're gonna say we're gonna you know uh, everybody who is is displaced by this gets you know unemployment and it's gonna cap at this much money sixty thousand dollars a year I think is the number that he mentioned and we're gonna do this and this and this and this and here's this and this and we're going to all work together and we're going to be a strong country and and frankly he was extremely presidential he was absolutely everything that you could hope uh, that a leader in a time of a national crisis would be his opponent in the Democratic Party as far as I know hasn't said a word hasn't even appeared in public or said anything about any of this and then you got this orange shit given sitting up here in the White House going to play golf Oh, well, you know, we've banned incoming travel from Europe. <sighs> Jesus Christ. And that is going to do what? It's here, you dumb shit. And then I love Ray. Oh, he goes, well, you know, we've only had 40 deaths. So we've only got so many reported cases. You only have so many reported cases because you don't have any f***ing tests, you asshole. How do you sit? See- oh, well, you know, everything is fine because we only have, you know, a thousand people that have been... That's because you don't have the tests. And that's another thing, man. I guarantee you. I promise you. I promise you. Mark my f***ing words. They'll try to massage it somehow. They'll try to make you know make it look better than it really is. But at some point, I'm going to say probably within a week to 10 days, you're going to see the number of cases in this country go, whew, And you go, holy shit, where did that come from? Where that came from is there's a whole bunch of us walking around right now that are already carrying this shit and maybe even already sick from it and don't know it because we can't get tested. Because the tests aren't out there. And half of us don't have medical insurance. And half of us don't even dare go to the damn doctor because we might find out we can't go out. And we have to because we got to pay the bills. And nobody in Washington is doing anything about that. You wonder why Bernie bros are so pissed off. Jesus Christ. What a joke. Mm. Yeah, I saw he's trying to shit all over the, the, the House of Representatives were trying to get a... A relief bill passed. The so Democrats do this and that. And a, I didn't even catch all the details on it. There may be even some validity to the criticism. Like Nancy Pelosi is trying to put to uh, yeah, something to do with a Hyde Amendment and some money involved there. And they're trying to put a little bit of money in that involves that. And, of course, oh, my God, no abortions. Well, we can't have abortions. Let's let people die instead, you jackasses. Yeah, I'm going to have to put an adult language warning on this thing or I'm going to get in trouble with YouTube. I don't care. This is ridiculous. Our country is falling down around our ears and our leadership is helping to pull it down. I'm sorry, I don't know how any lucid human being can look at Mitch McConnell's behavior over the last four years and believe for a minute that that man is not working at the behest of a foreign country to completely destroy this nation. Every single thing he has done has been a sick, evil joke. And now we got this dipshit in the White House, running everything. All he cares about is his ego and his spray tan, doing nothing, running his stupid mouth talking about how great he is. Oh, oh, I'm great. Oh, yeah. Don't rush out and get a test if you don't have symptoms, but I don't have any symptoms, but I'm going to get tested. Aren't you the special one? I guess the rules don't apply to you, do they? God, what an asshole. Man, oh, man. I am not stupid enough to openly threaten the President of the United States on a YouTube channel, but I'll tell you what, if that was standing in front of me i would slap the skin right off his face i would backhand that sniveling bitch like he was oh there's not even an appropriate euphemism or analogy to draw anymore 40 years of swinging drumsticks right across his mouth And put a collar around his neck and drag him out like a abused dog on a chain to a podium. Grab him by his stupid orange hair and prop him up in front of a microphone and demand an apology to the American people from that piece of shit. Maybe I can wrap Ted Nugent's ponytail around his throat to drag him with. Jesus. Hey, um, like I say, and it's. He's such a great example of this mentality that I've been talking about this whole time. You know, it was we become so self-centered and we become so self-oriented and so selfish. You know, everything is me, 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 me. What am I going to do? And how am I? And blah, blah blah. What about my money? Why do I have to pay it? I don't. I don't. I don't. You live on a planet with other people. And your survival and your well-being depends on the survival and well-being of those other people. We are not living in caves competing as hunter-gatherers for whoever can shoot the biggest mammoth. It is 2020. We're supposed to have flying cars by now and we're still trying to teach people how to wash their f***ing hands. absolutely insane. <laughs> yeah, if you want intensity, talk to a guy who spent some time in the wrestling business. I know how to cut a promo when I want to. <laughs> oh, shit, guys. I just don't know, man. I really don't know. I keep thinking, well, at least we got the election in November, but the Democratic Party is going to f*** that up if they keep going the way they are and we don't pay attention and do what we need to do to stop them from. Up. Because the way they're going we're Even with all this stuff going on The way they're going They're still going to end up losing to Trump And then we'll have four more years of this shit we won't survive it We will not survive another four years of Donald Trump And I doubt we'll make it through four years of Joe Biden At this point Because I sure don't see any leadership Coming out of Uncle Joe the last few days He's been awfully darn quiet He's probably practicing his debate skills Because he's worried about Sunday night, and rightfully so. And I don't hate Joe Biden. I don't even dislike Joe Biden. I just don't think he needs to be the president. I don't think he'll be good at it. I don't think he'll be effective at it. And I don't think he can win. We need Bernie Sanders in the White House. Yesterday. He should have been there four years ago. So, anyway... Jesus, it's been a crazy day, man, it's just, you know, this whole thing with the, the coronavirus has been super duper intense, and everybody's really worried, and I'm stressed out, and I've been, you know, it's so frustrating to me, and it, it's heartbreaking, because I watched this shit, and I try, you know, I, I, I tried to say weeks ago, hey, this is gonna get scary, y'all need to go out do some shopping get prepared to spend some time in your house not leaving the house you're gonna see things start get shut down you're gonna see toilet paper flying off the shelves i literally said that out loud a month ago and everybody went oh yeah you're just an idiot on the internet you're just good old jh my friend blah 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 and it's such a it's such a tough conflict you know Trying to trying to manage. Oh, you didn't miss anything, Jeff. I my dumbass. Uh, my uh, one of my viewers, Jeff, says sorry. I missed the opening. My dumbass started the show and ran for 15 minutes and didn't realize I hadn't pushed the start stream button. So I was sitting here talking to myself for 15 minutes, and then I started it. So you didn't miss much. Uh, I didn't. I didn't actually start broadcasting until like quarter to nine. Um, but anyway. Uh, yeah, man, I mean, and, and like I said, I mean, I I know, I know that I'm, yeah, I'm gonna lose friends over this stuff because I cannot continue to sit here and be nice when people are, oh, well, it's just the flu, man. It's just the flu, man. You gotta know better, man. It's all just a big scam, man. It's all just a big blah, blah. No, it isn't. This is serious shit. Am I supposed to sit here and continue kissing people's asses, which I was never good at in the first place, and making people's egos feel good? Oh yeah, man. It's down with the man. Yeah, man. They do this every four years, man. It's just a distraction, man. It's just a flu, man. No, this is serious shit. This is not just the flu. I told you that three f-ing weeks ago. And now the CDC has backed it up. And their numbers, with all their big study and all the data they've got to work with, somehow it's funny that it works out that their numbers were almost identical to mine. But I don't know what I'm talking about. Because I hurt your feelings? I am sorry, Jack, but you are about ready to see high-speed human evolution, and that kind of shit is part of what is being evolved out of this species. I don't want to lose you. I don't want to miss you. I don't want you to get left behind. That's why I do this. But I do not have the time and energy anymore to sit here and go one-on-one, back and forth with people, holding their hands, arguing and bitching and whining and all, trying to make it feel better and try to make it feel like I don't think poorly of you and all that other stuff. But I'm not going to sit here holding your hand. I'm not going to sit here kissing ass. And if you're going to go out spreading bullshit that can kill my friends, I'm not going to keep my mouth shut about it. I will hurt your feelings. And that's the way it goes. And I don't have time anymore. I don't. I just can't, man. I'm 50 years old. I'm going to be dead pretty soon. And I've got nothing done. Clearly, because the brakes are still not being applied to this handbasket. And I keep having to have the same conversations over and over again. Went through the same thing again. Damn, sitting here trying to prep for a show. And I got this guy who's a, you know, he's a, a part of the circle of people that I've known on Usenet for, you know, 15, 20 years. And he keeps wanting to go back and forth and argue over stupid shit. It's like, look, dude, I realize that, you know, your perception of me is based on this social relationship we have. Maybe ultimately that is my fate in life. Maybe I'm going to be one of those people who, you know, like like Bill Hicks, who has to be dead for 15 or 20 years before people start going, oh, hey, wait, the guy, he, he was right. He was right the whole time. You know, it'd be awfully awesome if I didn't have to to go that route. It would be awfully cool to get some recognition in my own lifetime, to be able to you know support myself and not have to worry about where my next meal's coming from and have some decent equipment to do this shit with. But that's not why I'm doing it. If it was, I would have quit a long time ago. So. Um uh, I'm looking at my clock. I got 9 35 now, which almost makes me feel like I made up for the stupid fucked up gap at the beginning of the show. Jesus, what a dumbass. Um but things happen and uh it's uh like I said, it's been a, a real crazy couple of weeks and a real draining couple of weeks um and uh i'm not as sharp as i would like to be right now on the details uh and that's you know occupational hazard of life man you keep rolling you keep doing the best you can and that's what i am going to do so uh that is uh kind of the show really um god it seems like there was some stuff that i've been wanting to mention and keep not talking about uh, let's see you guys I, I, you know the Patreon is up and running I've got that graphic done and everything that keeps flashing of course I keep putting my arm over it so you can't see but uh, the address for that is up there um, podcast I think I've talked about that enough but just in case you've forgotten just search on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever for uh, you know it's TuneIn and Stitcher and, and you should be able to find it on Google Podcasts as well uh, just search for the John Henry Show and you'll find me Um, You know like share subscribe spread it around tell people Send them to the Facebook page so I can add some numbers up there Right the more numbers there are the more numbers they'll draw because that's how human beings work That's why other page owners pay big money to Facebook to send them a bunch of fake accounts and a bunch of You know throwaway accounts that never participate or do anything so that way it looks like they've got 8 million people reading their page when they really got like 35 Because they paid for some advertising on Facebook, so Facebook set up a bunch of fake accounts from, you know, India or Russia or Afghanistan or Nigeria or something to sign up for the page just so the numbers would go up and create that artificial appearance of social acceptability and popularity. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I know, I'm going to cut myself on this thing if I'm not careful. But. But jeff telling me to watch my shoulders my, my shoulders are not comfortable that's i'm actually doing a little bit better now i can go ahead and get them up over a couple weeks ago i couldn't do this um and and it's my whole like central back there's something going on in the middle of my back between my shoulder blades so now my 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 right rotator cuff and tricep are all screwed up and, and my lats and everything all the way down and in this area right here is really really just Constantly sore, and now I'm getting these weird cramps in my left arm too. If I stretch it the wrong way or move it the wrong way, like putting my coat on or something, it'll try to seize up on me. So, but you know that's life in the big city, right? Nothing I can do about it. So, uh, and unless I you know win the lottery, which I can't afford to play, or all of a sudden I pick up you know several hundred subscribers at 150 bucks a month, nothing I can do about it except keep going. So, take a couple of Tylenol and hope for the best. I did have. Uh, i have a a niece uh who i actually haven't seen in person in about 30 years and she stopped by last weekend and brought some legal cannabis with her uh last saturday and and uh surprisingly enough that actually helped the pain i was i was it took me by surprise i wasn't expecting that i was just expecting to catch a nice little buzz and uh, i spoke that shit and all of a sudden about half an hour i go "Wait, wait a minute my my shoulder doesn't hurt anymore how did that happen so yeah three cheers to the unexpected pain relieving qualities of cannabis right course idiot that i am i never used it for medicinal reasons so i always kind of discounted that whole narrative uh just because it wasn't anything that that i had paid attention to and then all of a sudden i go oh (laughs) how about that it works so that was pretty cool uh that is life uh in the big city and yeah uh, man (sighs) i don't know how anybody who is not being directly paid by the republican party can go out in public and support donald trump at this point I really don't. You have got to be so completely lacking in self-awareness and shame to stand in public right now and say, "Yeah, like I'm gonna vote for Donald Trump. I'll make America great again." The stock market had lost a third of its value in ten days. (laughs) Ten days. It crashed that hard. And if you think that's just because of the coronavirus, you're just looking for excuses because your ego is too big to admit you were wrong and you backed the wrong horse and it f***ed us all. Own up. Man up. Face your responsibility. And, you know, let's, uh, let's get on with the show of trying to become the country we've been trying to convince ourselves we are for the last 100 years or so. Uh, we still got a long way to go, uh, and this this coronavirus thing has really proven it. Um, if you do not understand at this point why we need mandatory paid medical leave, why we need mandatory, uh, you know, uh, universal single payer care, why we need to have universal higher education, because Sanders was talking about that too. But we don't have the doctors and nurses to handle this. We don't have the doctors and nurses to handle this because people can't afford to go to school and become doctors and nurses. And half the people that do only go to get their degrees so that they become high-paid, high-paid consultants. They don't actually care about the medicine or the helping people. They just see the money, right? This thing is really bringing home everything the progressive movement has been trying to say for the last half century and longer You know, uh, certainly some of these ideas go back earlier than FDR. It's about time we started paying attention because we've argued back and forth over this shit long enough. Either we're going to do the right thing or we are going to collapse. It is happening right now. I know that's not good news. I know that's not anything you want to hear. I know it doesn't make you happy, and it doesn't make me happy to say it. It does not gratify my ego to go, see, I told you so. I would much rather sit here and go, wow. Yeah, that didn't happen. Awesome. But it is happening. Over and over again, it's happening. And I keep saying it, and, and y- y'all keep not <laughs> listening. On that note, love you guys. Uh yeah hopefully we'll get around to it and uh one of these days one of these days i'll get doing a lighter hearted show um but right now it is what it is it's not a light-hearted world right now there's a lot of really serious heavy and crazy shit going on and that's what we've got to deal with so i'm gonna get on out of here uh thanks jeff uh for stopping by again and uh sticking with us uh i don't bring your cousin and uh, let me know exactly which part of that you need me to say because you're probably getting this two minutes after i say it then i'm getting your response another 30 seconds later um but yeah you to shoot me a message and let me know what it is that you need to speak said out loud and i'll more than happily repeat it uh of course it's on videotape too so you can just show them the show them the link but anyway uh for those of you who are listening on the podcast or do listen on the podcast later you can find me on twitter at johnhenry underscore dot us on the web at johnhenry dot us i'm on facebook at facebook.com slash Henry us and you can contribute to the ongoing creation of true independent media that does not pander to biases and does not blow smoke up your ass at patreon.com slash johnhenry thank you very much have a great friday night I'm going to go see if there's any alcohol in the house and drink myself into a stupor. Have a nice night, kids. Hey everybody! Thanks for watching. As you know, I am here every Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern, live on YouTube. Uh, you can see the uh, list of folks here off to my right of uh, legacy supporters, and your name can also be part of that list. Uh, please check out my Patreon campaign at patreon.com/johnhenry slash or my website at johnhenry.us for more information on how you can help support independent media, improve the work I'm doing, and uh, help me get out into the world and get some of these other big projects done Uh, thank you very much once again and have a great evening